Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Uh, that's, that's, that's Percata Minuta, as they call it in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds pretty. <laughs> sounds pretty. Pretty. <laughs> so let's get this started by saying hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. Here with you one more week is Graham on this side of Skype. My, meanwhile, on the other side, having been completely patient with me with all of my uh, troubles and technical difficulties is the very best co-host anyone could ever wish for, the JoJo. <laughs> Howdy-do! <laughs> hey, life is technical difficulties. That's all it is. Life is just one big technical difficulty, so no worries. I, I need to put that on a, on a, on a T-shirt. Life <laughs> is just one big-ass technical difficulty. <laughs> Beautifully said. Beautifully said. <laughs> Jojo, tell me, how you been? I've been okay. I've yeah? been okay. State of the world isn't... Yeah. Great. Yes. Great. Um, I don't know how much we would talk about that, but state of the world is pretty fucky at the moment. Yes. So that's kind of got me down. It's incredibly fucky at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Every time, I, I think it's in the human psyche to try to make things work in your mind and to try to understand why would this happen? And and what are the, what are the possible explanations for this? But uh, I'm getting to the point where I never found an explanation before. Of course, no. But I'm getting to the point where my brain is just tired and, and telling me, fucking give up. The whole world is just fucking horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Stop, stop trying to explain this to yourself. People are horrible. Yeah. That is the, like the whole idea of like, yeah, man, you have to have faith in humanity. Well, I have I have a hard time right now trying to have faith in humanity. I'm telling you. I am right there with you. I I don't know that I ever had a whole lot of faith in humanity. Yes. <laughs> but what I had is has is quickly dwindled and and I have a dying ember of uh flame of faith going on. It's uh I'm ready to move up into the mountains and just raise goats and, you know. Yes. Yes. I I saw somebody um, a fellow Caribbean person posted on Twitter to all of those who are Americans and have the luxury of expatriate to somewhere else. What the hell are you waiting for? <laughs> and, and I was like, you know, <laughs> that's kind of right. Yeah. Yeah, because it is. I, like every day I, I'm like, God, New Zealand looks so nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you think about it, Jojo, it's like we know that we have been trying to make a difference. I'm not saying that we've gone out there, you know, Greta Thunberg kind of shit. But we know that in our communities, in our day-to-day lives, we have tried to make a difference. And the people around you, the world around us is not fucking cooperating, is it? No, no. And I, I, I don't want to make this about myself and I really am not making it about myself in the slightest, but I got called racist and I, that's really bothered me because I. Is that so? Did somebody called you racist? Yes. Holy fucking shit. Okay. Tell me about this. I, I posted something um, about being not cool with what was going on being not cool is, is, is minimizing very much, but, but being very upset and unhappy about what was going on and essentially got told because I'm white, I, I, I don't, I'm not allowed to have 
an opinion on that. And oh, for fuck's sake, I I don't really. It's hard for me to 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 be able because you can't argue against that. I'm not going to argue against that, but it's just like I I. But I, I don't know. Jojo, here's what a lot of people don't understand, and this is why allies are walking away <laughs> you know what i mean this is why the people that are the ones who marched with dr king and went into the middle of the south and exposed themselves and got fucking lynched just <laughs> like any any black person was getting lynched and harassed and 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 bitten up and and getting hoses pointed at them, uh, the ones that got called and uh, nigger lovers and shit. This is why we don't we see in the indifference. It's because when we are pointing out right racism, we are so quick in and unreasonable that we see it's like seeing the fly in every soup, and that's bullshit. At the same time, I would like to tell you, Jojo, that I'm sorry, but don't let none of that shit bother you because there's ignorant people on on each side of the equation. And I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that that was said to you because I, I know your heart and that was unfair to you. And that was that, that will always be unfair to just put you in such a vile category of human beings. So I'm sorry about that. Appreciate that. Thank you, Graham. It, yeah. It's I, I, I know that I'm human. I mean, we're all human and I know that I'm not perfect and I certainly don't pretend to be perfect, but I certainly never intended to cause any harm and really just wanted to raise awareness for what's going on and, and lend my support to the people who are trying to do the right thing. And I don't know. It, I mean, it made me think maybe I should just shut up. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. That's exactly what you shouldn't ever do, <laughs> you know, because we need voices like yours. Uh, you know, I need to hear voices like yours. I need to hear voices like all of the friends that have come out and said, Graham, you know what? we are with you and and we feel it and we are outraged too and we are going to raise our voices to see this stop too so this is this is all whoever said that does not represent anybody <laughs> as simple as that they don't represent anybody and we can't <laughs> even i can't even say speak for yourself because my real thought would be shut the fuck up but again <laughs> i don't know that i will I, I want to ever come in contact with anyone with such a stupid attitude towards a problem that is about humanity and not necessarily about who's white or who's black. I, for one, I am happy to see that. That's why I was, I posted this Michael Rappaport uh, video because, you know, when, when you see, somebody saying things like that you can see that they they understand where your outreach comes from and i have been really the thing that has bothered me the most is and you you've seen that I've, I've i've expressed that is the idea that maybe you should uh you know protest but quiet because we're trying to sleep out here <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> you know what i mean like Oh, yes. so, yes. so even my protest has to be acceptable. My The manner of protesting has to be acceptable to your little fragile society. And, uh, but and when I've opted to protest like this, yeah, didn't give a shit either, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know, Justin, it, it's such a... You are, I, I feel you, Jojo. I know that you're hurting with me. I know you're feeling the same rage that I've felt. And yeah. I'm not I'm not here to question, well, 
you, it's never been your experience, so how could you feel it? No, because grief is grief. If you know what I mean, like, uh, like if you if you've lost your mother or or your father, and you're grieving, and I've never lost a, a parent, that cannot ever signify that I cannot feel what you're feeling, because that's what fucking empathy is all about, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, empathy and humanity, and the and the recognition that this is a human experience. It's not. I mean, yes, of course. There is race does dictate a great part of the human experience, and that is horrible and and not the way it's supposed to be and un, un, unfortunate. But if you're someone who's trying to be empathetic and trying to understand, I I think that you can have a, not a complete you know, nobody. None of us can ever be completely understanding of anybody else, not just in terms of color, but in terms of you know, you've never lived exactly my life and, and right. I've never lived exactly your life. That's but right. at this, but at the same time, we can still have the open arms of humanity and empathy to say, this is wrong. I condemn this. You know, there may be parts of me that I need to change and I'm willing to do that, but we ought to be able to unite commonly to say, this is wrong and I condemn this and, and not be I don't know, not be sort of shot down just because. Right. So all I, all I can tell you is that in everything, in everything, you will find assholes and much the lesson that we learned from afterlife was we can't let them win. Can we? That's right. That's right. I, I, uh, you know, we haven't seen each other in almost three months. And a word can't say enough how much I've missed you and how much I miss you were here. Um, because um, on days, on weeks like this, I, I know that ending the week, sitting face to fa face to face with you and recording this podcast is one of the highlights of my day. And, I, and, and, and I'm happy that we still get to do this over Skype, but just so you know, I fucking miss you. Like I haven't missed anybody else. <laughs> I miss you too. I miss you too. We, 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 we got to figure out some way to do this. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of weeks, if yes. nobody gets sick and yes, this, this too shall pass. <laughs> this too shall pass. Yes. <laughs> what was it? The queen said that was so, so nice. We, we shall be together again. We shall meet again. Yes. 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 Uh, that's, that's beautiful words right there. Yes. It's amazing yes. when you live in a time where a mask can save your life, whereas masks have never been really the greatest metaphor to to refer to a world of friendship. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. This week we are talking about a very... Uh, this series... <laughs> I um I don't know what to say about it. It's like a, a very light version of the of the Matrix. Yes, <laughs> it is. That's a good description. <laughs> and I think one of the greatest things about the Matrix back in the day is that was one of those things that maybe you didn't understand. You didn't have enough knowledge of networks and computers probably to understand it well at that time. But over the years, you've come to understand it, isn't it? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and and at this point, I think Upload, which is the show we are talking about today, is going to have that same sort of evergreen reality to it, because, as we said, it's it's like a light version of the of the Matrix, but more of a comedy and science fiction. Is that is that even a, a proper Description yeah. of it. Yeah, I would definitely call it science fiction. Yeah. So Upload is on Amazon Prime. And uh, it is, I believe, eight episodes, isn't it? Yes. And each episode is about maybe 40, 45 minutes. Oop, it's 10 episodes. I'd... Is it? 
It's ten. Yep. Sorry. I I went through it so hard that I can't I can't even remember. If you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's eight. No. It's it's ten. Um, yeah. Yeah. A little less than an hour. I think. I think maybe the first episode was a little longer. Like maybe. Yes. Movie yes. length, sort of. Yes. Yes. And to be honest with you, I started watching it and I I was like, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? And then I'm like, oh, I'm totally into this. I I can I can I can dig this, and I'm gonna keep going with it. And I started on a Saturday night, and on Sunday at about one p.m. I I was already done with it. And that's because <laughs> I slept a couple of hours. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did you think of it, Jojo? I. Uh... It it took me a little bit because I watched the first episode and was like, I don't think I can do this. It was a little it was a little cringy for me. And then when you said we're like, oh, this is really good, and I binged it, I was like, okay, I need to give it another chance. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I enjoyed it very much. Some of it, of course, being created by Greg Daniels, who uh, is behind, of course, The Office and Parks and Rec, King of the Hill. He wrote for Saturday Night Live. So some of that humor there, of course, comes over into this. So I just had to kind of get myself into the mindset and the groove of that sort of humor because every so often I was like, oh, God, why? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but it, it is a delightfully light series, I think, and something that is – if you need to sort of like just – just watch something and veg out and not really have any deep crises of of faith or 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 anything like that it's it's a lot of fun to watch yeah i i'm i'm with you i i think i think that's a good way of putting it because it's it all depends on how you want to see it because i feel like it's 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 a light comedy series but there is a part of it that also can go a little bit deep and it sort of nudge the world that we live in and yes. and it exposes how almost there is no hope that we will ever live in a world where there isn't the haves and the have nots. Right. Right. And Very that, true. And even in an in a in a digital afterlife, there's always going to be the rich asshole that wants it all. Yes. And can get it all. <laughs> and can get it all, right? <laughs> You're absolutely right. So if you would, Jojo, put us in the premise of the of this show like only you can do. <laughs> <laughs> so upload, it's it's set in the future. Uh, I believe it's twenty thirty something. Twenty thirty three. Twenty thirty three. Okay. And it's called upload because humans now have the ability to upload their consciousness into a sort of like a, a cloud virtual afterlife so that you can continue to live on after you have died. So a computer programmer by the name of Nathan dies very young and dealt with very quickly in the first episode it gets right into it there's <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not really a, a, a anything but so anyway through through a, a series of tragic comedic and odd events he ends up uploaded into a very swanky and expensive afterlife called Lakeview but because he's not a rich person he is paid for by his it, his upload was paid for by his current girlfriend who is rich and is essentially he gets to be her little her little puppet her little yeah. her little plaything and toy up in afterlife and physically of course he can't really do anything about it so he is having trouble sort of assimilating himself into this afterlife he there each each person who gets uploaded has a a customer service rep, which is just hilarious. That is, call, the, that is the funniest part of it. <laughs> they call themselves angels. His particular customer service rep is named Nora. And uh, it's kind of like a, a cross telling of his struggles in being uploaded prematurely to to the afterlife. 
her struggles on earth and uh, the very real, you know, life problems that we have. And then the two of them trying to make sense of how to navigate having a, a, a common bond through the fact that he's dead, she's alive, and also all of the strange things that went on to, to make him actually become uploaded. Yeah. So this is the clearest explanation I could ever hear. Because let, let's face it, it's not easy to explain some of these things, especially a TV series like Upload. That's like, I don't know, trying to explain something in another language that has no conventional form of translation. So you have to see it to to un, to understand. And as you said, as I've just said, I think you have sort of like a, a knack for explaining these things because I, I, I don't know that I would have ever gotten it so well put out there like that. <laughs> At some point, I would have mixed up everything and I could I would be able to see confusion on, on, front, on people's face. <laughs> well, thank you very much. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. But... Um, you know, as I was saying, this show has a, a lot of features that I don't know you're able to see elsewhere. And it's the combination of of a digital world that has a lot in common with the, rea- the world of reality. And instead of now that I'm no longer alive, I shouldn't have any problems. I should be able to live the in this afterlife, in this digitized afterlife, and have all the things that I never had in real life. It actually shines a light on, do we really want to live forever? <laughs> right. Is it really? Because then there is no hope, right? Mm-hmm. I, I see it that way. It's, it's just... Human beings are conditioned to have hope that something else is going to happen tomorrow. Hope that something will get better tomorrow. Even we are conditioned to have expectations that some shit might go wrong, isn't it? Yes. And so we center our life around these events. And through these events, we gain experience we are able to have a life testimony that I don't know we can translate into a book or write a song or write a poem about. Now, think about this. If you were completely sure that no matter what, you live on, how is that really a great future? What do you think about this premise, George? Yeah, I I think that without with without the thought of death or without the possibility of death, not thought, but without the possibility of death, if that's completely taken away, then I just see a lot of very poor future planning. <laughs> yeah. I see a lot of loss of hope and I see a lot of uh, arrogance i would say and in in that you know i you know i i don't i'm not going to die and my legacy is going to live forever so i i don't really need to do anything cuz i can just wait until after i'm dead if i want to write a book or whatever you know yeah. after i've been uploaded so i yeah. I, don't, I don't know the the idea of eternity without a completely different mindset that i don't know that humans are capable of doing it just doesn't seem like a good idea to me. Yes. And and without, I don't know if that was a purpose, but without even planning it, the show, Upload, the premise of the show challenges the the entire notion of paradise after death. And like I said, this is not, you know, it might well be Graham's interpretation of this entire thing. And... You know, Greg Daniels probably just wanted to create a very funny show about 
computer computerized afterlife. But I'm I'm seeing quite a bit of it because one of the questions I get a lot when I finally arrived to that point of revealing to people that I just met or people who've known me for a long time that I'm a flat out atheist. The shocking part to anybody is that some guy who spent four years in a Catholic seminary could come out saying, yeah, I don't believe in any of that bullshit. But yes, <laughs> when I get to that part with people, I tend to get the, so you just think that you die and then that's it? <laughs> My thought is like, well, what else do you want? <laughs> I, I, I just can't fathom the the impossibility of people to actually believe, yeah, that should be it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yep, I do. I do, and I, I know that humans have the, the yearning, the longing to have something happen after death. I think for a lot of people, it's the wanting to see people that they've lost. Not everybody, but I think for some people, that's that's a big part of it. But. You know, there is absolutely no way to know what's going to happen. And just because you're completely convinced you're going to heaven doesn't mean that you're going to. And if you are completely convinced of that, that's fine. I don't care. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but I I just don't uh I, I I don't understand the inability to perceive the possibility of there being something completely different or nothing at all. And yeah, but the way I see it is, is, is this, it's like we have this life here and some of us for the most part are dealt some very fucking bad cards <laughs> when <laughs> the life starts or in the middle of that light. But at the same time, we are full of, a lot of potential that some of us get to develop and do something utile with. Some of us live these entire life that we never really find a purpose and it leads to, you know, unhappiness and a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also think that the idea of an afterlife is... It's a hope that we cling to because we think that we should get a do-over. And mm, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Sometimes I've wanted a do-over, but maybe in this life, not necessarily yeah. in an afterlife. Yeah. Uh, sort of like if I could go 10, 10 years back, what would I do differently, Right. But the idea of eternity to me sounds like, what's the point? And so I feel like this show exposes the flaws in the idea, not necessarily because it has the agenda per se, but this is kind of where I was, where I, I went, my mind went when I watched this show. I don't know if by explain my, explaining myself this way, I've turned a lot of people away from even wanting to watch this show. <laughs> Which in this case, Graham, you're not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that means that was my opinion. That's what I got from it. And of course, when you watch it, you probably will say, I don't know what the fuck Graham was talking about. <laughs> Well, I, I think that the show definitely has, I, I don't, I don't really think the show has an agenda per se, but I definitely think the show is a satire of, of a lot of different things of, of afterlife, of, of the idea of paradise, the, the haves and the have nots, you know, of, of things being so consumer dri driven. Yes. A lot of consumerism. Yes. So I I think that it's I think one of the cool things about the show is you have the ability to 
watch it and turn your brain off and not pay any attention to any of that if you don't want to. But it also has this deeper undercurrent that you can go, you know, I'm I'm going to think about it from from this kind of right. view. From right. when, would this really be like this? Would this be like this? You know, that kind of thing. So I think you can you can it's a it's a cool show in that it's not completely surface driven. There is a lot of undercurrents and things that you can pick up if you want to, but you don't have to if you're desperate to just watch something brain numbing. Yes, you uh, are. I, you are absolutely right. I don't know if that made sense. Yes, yes, you're you're absolutely right. And 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 that's you know, in that yes, there is no agenda here, but you will it will make you think of a couple of things that you probably questioned at some point and said, eh, I'm not going to think about this shit. Uh, let's, yeah. let's move on. And then yeah. this time you actually have an idea and you're like, yeah, so let's think about it a bit more. Right. But the satirical element is definitely there. And I'm glad that you brought it up because one of the, one of the satirical portions of it, for instance, is, okay, so this show is based on, the year 2033, which puts it at, at 13 years from now. And none of the advancements <laughs> that we see in this show could possibly be made in the next 13 years. Yeah, no. <laughs> but on the other hand, we've always We still had... don't have flying cars. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, self-driving cars are, all, uh, are out there, but they still sound like a bonkers fucking idea anyway. Yes. You yes. know? The, yes. What was the self-driving Google car and shit that, you know, keeps crashing, <laughs> killing people? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. But again, it I like that they did that because it shines a light on how much over-expectations we have of the future. And those expectations are rather based on on what our minds have worked out as opposed to the possibilities that there are. For instance, if you remember, what was it? Back to the Future depicted a future that we have long gone past, at least by four years. And it depicted a future with, what, hovers and, you know, flying skateboards and shit like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. it did, I think it did uh, predict Trump as president, though, so... <laughs> Well, yes, because the character <laughs> the character of Biff was based on Trump, and the writer actually came yes. came out and said it. Biff yes. Anderson was, is it Be Biff? Biff, Biff Anderson? I, I something like that. Yeah, it was Biff. <laughs> it, it was Biff, but I can't remember his last name. <laughs> yeah, and so it, yeah, kudos for that. And I wish he didn't do that because that may have given that motherfucker the idea of doing. <laughs> Of running for president. <laughs> he probably saw it and was like, oh, it happened in a movie, so it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> so let me try that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that we imagine. And of course, imagination, we're not, you know, it's not saying don't imagine far greater than the imagination could go, but it is also saying, yeah, y'all should take it <laughs> down a notch because. <laughs> Shit out in advancing at the at the pace that your mind is making it advance, isn't it? That's you know, that's the way I see it. Yeah. 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 But there is also a lot of good acting in this show. For a show that is that probably some actors wouldn't have taken too seriously, the dialogues and the acting are on point. And I'd like us to talk a little bit about the cast. There's a lot of people there that I don't really know. There's a lot of them that face a lot of faces that look familiar to me, but I can't necessarily tell you I've seen, you know, where I've seen this person and what he or she has been on. So who do you know and who you don't know there, jo Jojo? Well, the, the first one is um, little Chloe Coleman because she was in Timmy Failure. Mistakes were made. And yes. uh, we just recently talked about that. So I, I was excited to see her because she she just makes me smile. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So she was Nevaeh and I, I was excited to see her. And of course, she put in a lovely performance because she's she seems to be a lovely little human being. So I, I 
props to her. Yeah, I loved her. I loved her. <laughs> uh, I think I recognized Chris Williams. Other than that, there was a lot of people that I was like, oh, that guy. But I, I could not tell you, you know, like good, solid actors and actresses, but I, I couldn't tell you where, where I saw them. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's that's yeah. Chris Williams was the other fig, the other face that I I actually remembered, but I couldn't I couldn't necessarily tell you. Uh, yeah, I know that I've seen this guy a lot, but I couldn't necessarily tell you. I remember him from that show, right? If that makes sense, because but Robbie Amell, the the character of Nathan Brown, the the, the main character, he had that face, and. At some point, he looked like a young but taller Tom Cruise to me. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. He if reminded Tom Cruise me of- had a cool personality to, from the get-go <laughs> and was a bit taller. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Yep, I absolutely can see that. Yes. And so what exactly... Where exactly have we seen this guy? Let's find out. Uh, so he's he's been in he was in The Flash, which I I didn't watch, but I, I know it was pretty popular. Yes, I, I I watch at least three series. Um, three what was that? Uh, seasons of The Flash, and I remember, and that might well be where I remember the face. So yes, I think he was the dark flash or something like that because there was like flash versus flash kind of shit yeah he was firestorm death storm firestorm mm. slash death storm see yeah yeah so that's that's the face and he was in a series of unfortunate events which was on netflix i believe and i i did watch that and i sort of remember him from that i think but yeah but huh. he, he has like kind of one of those, you hear it so much, but guy next door faces, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, the all American dude or, which he's yeah. probably not even American. No, he's not. He's Canadian. So <laughs> he's, Canadian. <laughs> uh, he's the, he's the all North American dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's most of our all American dudes are actually from, from, from other places like the, Brothers from Australia and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan, isn't Ryan Reynolds also Canadian? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I don't think we have many of those left that are actually American born. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you have Tom Hanks, who is the all American dad or yeah. something like that. <laughs> He's getting to the range to be an all American granddad. I hate to say it. My, my, my dude is in his 70s already. He's, he's just, you know, was blessed with some a face that doesn't really get old. Like, but by all account, if you look at his his entire demeanor, he's he's he's, a, he's an old dude out there mm-hmm. trying to <laughs> <laughs> trying to look cool. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Andy Allo. As Nora Anthony. Completely unfamiliar with her. Beautiful woman. Absolutely beautiful. I love this girl. She is so, as you said, beautiful. There's a glow in her aura. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not an aura talking about person. Like I don't do this whole spiritual shit. But <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> Uh, but you see what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Excuse me while I put my crystals away. One moment. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying, though. <laughs> she is absolutely glowy, and I love. No, her. she is. She is. She is. She is beautiful, and she has a, a beautiful presence on screen, and and like you said, a beautiful glow. I'm I'm not familiar with any of her past work. She was in Chicago Fire. She was in The Game. She was in Pitch Perfect Three. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've, I've not seen any of, of that. Well, she's more. I mean, and I'm not saying that in a despective way at, at all. But uh, she is also, 
I think she's had more of a music career than she's had a, an acting career, you know, because it's she's a singer, songwriter, guitarist, and actress. So it seems like she takes a lot more interest in a lot more things before the whole acting thing. She but, was in Prince's band. Oh, she was, she was in the New Power Generation. Really? Like the wasn't it three or four women? I, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember he was on Saturday Night Live, one of his very late last appearances on Saturday Night Live, and he had those women on. And I was like, yo, I don't know what that's all about, but I love it. (laughs) (laughs) She was one of those. Yeah. Yeah, she was in that. So she's she's a hell of a musician. I mean, she, she would have to be to keep up with Prince. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a, an interesting data: is that she is Cameroonian American. She so she was born in Cameroon, and so you know, being from Haiti, growing up in Haiti, when there was the World Cup, any person, any Haitian who didn't support Argentina or Brazil. The one country in Africa we all supported, if we weren't going for one of the South American countries, it was Cameroon for some reason. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, my first encounter with Cameroon was people chanting for Cameroon on the streets of Haiti. And my recollection, the first World Cup that I can remember was Spain 1982. So that I had... I guess, achieve a level of consciousness to understand what was going on. And I remember the whole fever about Cameroon. And it might well be because Cameroon may be the the African country that always made it into the World Cup, mm. you know, but as it Cameroon has a history with, with Haitians and somehow it made me smile that, to know that this girl was born in Cameroon. But a fantastic little actress, and I think she gave life to a very likable person, a very likable character in Nora Anthony. I agree. I agree. I like the relationship with her, with the dad. Also, yes. yes. You know, it, it's 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 part of another conversation, but the the chemistry between the two of them was well palpable and and enviable. For me, as as a dad, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you know, I hope one day I can have that kind of relationship with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, who else was there that you like? Allegra Edwards, who played Ingrid Kahneman. Yes, the uh, girlfriend. Nathan Brown's girlfriend. Yes. Uh, I don't know why, but every time I saw her, she reminded me of uh, Paris Hilton back in the day. <laughs> yes, yes, I can completely see that. She she kind of captured that era and mentality of yes. that particular type of person very, very well. So much so I wanted to take her out and smack her. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which violence is not the answer, folks. I'm speaking metaphorically. I wanted to take her out and smack her. But, you know, like, I, I just, I, I, yeah. So, but she, she, I mean, to me, that's the hallmark of a good actress is, is can you either make you love them or make you want to take them out and smack them? So, she, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there comes Paris Hilton again. Oh, shit. <laughs> Next thing you know, Nicole's going to show up and hang shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- there is also another figure, another actress that I was fascinated by because her character was sort of like the life of the show. Every time she was on screen, I was I was laughing hard, uh, laughing out loud. And it, uh, Zainab Johnson as Alicia. Yes, uh, <laughs> she <laughs> her confrontations with the upload that she was in charge of was fucking magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> and I I loved every every interaction between her and between her and Nora, between Alicia and Nora. Yes. I, I love their interactions together. They were just it was like these guys have been desk mates and you just, you have that relationship. And yeah. It was just, it was, it was good. 
Yeah, the most, like, I, I had to pause and laugh because there was a moment where Nora, and spoiler alert, Nora sneaking up, snuck out into somebody else's computer and was, you know, sniffing out some, some stuff. <laughs> and Alicia was supposed to be keeping guard. And Nora is almost being discovered. And she sends her this quick text message, something about like, uh, get out of that hole. Yeah, that's that's what a friend would call. That's what a girlfriend would call the girlfriend. A very good friend would call her. Get the hell out of there, go. This is beautiful. But the things that she does to her clients, it's so amazing. She, that guy was thought that she uh, he had control of her, and she was always in control. So. She's fantastic. I love it. Yes. I love yes. It. Yes. Um, and this, what's this lady's name? Um, uh, Andrea Rosen. The boss the, lady. The boss lady. <laughs> she, she was great at playing that I don't care about you character shit. Like, I'm all about the numbers. And, you know, she was great at playing the all-American boss. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know the corporate america's ideal boss about mm -hmm. yeah uh let's merge these two things together so that we can save money and throw a party for this but also making making it about that you know yes that's 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 straight out of the plate of of corporate america very yeah. much so. She she either worked in like a call center environment for a long time, or or did a, a lot of research or something, because she she was very convincing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She she, she knew her stuff. Yeah, she knew her yep. stuff. She probably knows all the six sigma and all that other language and <laughs> six six sigma beta something something. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. So really. There was another character that I loved there for some reason because they kept her in black and white. <laughs> yes, that was that, the first time I saw her. I was so confused. <laughs> I have to admit, because I wasn't quite sure where the show was going at that point. And when she popped up, I was like, "What?" In the in the elevator, when she's like, "Oh, they they." They based my avatar on a picture of me from 1964. <laughs> I might be my sister. <laughs> I, I lost it because I was just like, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Like, I, I might be my sister. Nobody really remembers what I look like. <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, what was it? Nathan said, yeah, that's Ingrid's grandmother. She just turned 100. <laughs> the other day like, yeah, but she could still be banged. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up banging the shit out of that lady, too. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very funny show. And we always have this complaint about the fact that why is it that Amazon shows aren't in, being talked about? But we understand that Amazon Prime is not everybody's cup of tea. But I think some of the best podcast episodes that we've done here have been to talk about shows from Amazon. So by mm -hmm. now, you should be curious to know what is it that this all Amazon shit is about? And maybe I should get it, right? Yep. Yep. So we invite you to go ahead and take a quick look at upload very very good show and i'm gonna let jocelyn put some stars on it in you know from one to five what would you do here i think i'd give it a four good solid four yeah and i'm i'm i am from what i understand i think it's been renewed for a second season so i think it'll be fun to see where they take it um but yeah, I think it's definitely worth the time to watch and uh, you'll get some good laughs out of it. Yeah. And, and and the thing is that it never felt like I needed to stop it. So so it doesn't get boring, uh, nor does it get heavy enough for you to take a 
moment. So I think it yes. has those good qualities, yes. doesn't it? Yes, this is very true. This is very true. You can just keep watching it and you know, if you want to think about it later or whatever, but there's no, I never had a point where I was like, okay, I have to stop this and like go for a walk or have a drink or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that kind of show. And so with that, we are going to sort of call it a day, but not before asking you to take a moment to find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also on Pinterest. Kicking and Streaming Podcast is what you will find us on Instagram. Kicking and Streaming is what you'll find us as you you will find us on Twitter and Kicking and Streaming Podcast on Facebook. That's where you'll find us. You will find Jocelyn also on Instagram as Jocelyn Podcast. And this here, Graham's personal Instagram account, full of a lot of F words these days. <laughs> so if you want to follow me there, it's Mr. Puzzetta. It's M R P U Z Z E T T A, or I should say maybe Z Z E T T A. <laughs> so we've got a lot of content. This is going to be, I believe, our 64th or 65th episode. So we've been around for a while. We, you know, we've kept up, any? Yep. Been around the block a few times. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so we've talked about a lot of shows that maybe you've watched, maybe you haven't. But if you would like to, if you've watched those shows, but would like to see what we thought about them, what what our opinions were, you can always go through our entire database, if you go on kickinginstrumentpodcast.com, which is our website, and on podcast archives, you can find the other shows that, you know, the other 63 shows that we've done before. Mm-hmm. And please subscribe. And when you listen to our episodes, if you know of a friend who's looking for something good to watch and would like to hear what we have to say first or after, no matter, just you know, pass them the link. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you choose to, to listen on, please remember to rate us, write some few words if you like. We would do well to know what you like about this podcast and what you don't. So that, you know, if it bothers you, we'll stop doing it or we'll change for something better. Or we'll do it even more. Oh, well, probably we'll do it even more. <laughs> Knowing Jocelyn and I, we probably will end up doing it a bit more now, just to <laughs> fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> Until yeah. we become endeared to you enough that you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, all we have is to tell you, thank you very much for sticking with us. Thank you for listening to this episode and hope you'll be back next week for another one. Thanks, everybody. Ciao now. Bye. Bye.